All right, and welcome back to League of Legends Engineer Sports. I probably don't have to say that because Sam's going to sync these episodes together like a tech pro that he is. Marvin Jones fan. He's shaking his head no, but he's going to do it because he has great hair and excellent glasses. All right. Yeah. Let's get back to some questions. Max? Um. So I know I, I know my thoughts on this. Are you guys more of a, a trade owner? Do you like to make trades? Or are you guys uh, scour the waiver board and pick up guys on free agency? What is your go-to? Brandon? Uh, I like to make big trades early um, to kind of like salvage my, if I feel like it's going in a certain direction or I know I can capitalize. Uh, there's a lot of impulsive fantasy owners that after two weeks, they're done with a guy. They have two down weeks or something like that. So I like to uh, keep some people on the bench that might outperform and, and use them as trade bait as you will and and kind of swap up uh i like to do it a lot at quarterbacks similar to what uh cole said i like to take quarterbacks late and i also like to have a serviceable you know you don't know between one and two and wait for the other guy and 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 trade and and do some stuff like that early i respect that a lot cole i'm probably in the same boat of like i don't like the trades because i like i feel like they I'm always at the losing end of them, but I do kind of draft knowing like, like, Oh, like, since I don't take quarterbacks till so late, I end up with, you know, four or five wide receivers. And I think uh, these guys have similar value. I'll wait for one to kind of produce more. And then the other one, I'll kind of ship off where, where I like could get something out of them. That's smart. I like that, Sam. <laughs> Uh, I'm a waiver guy, mainly because the league that you are entering, Max, they uh, they don't want to trade unless you give like your number one quarterback with your number one running back for a fifth string wide receiver. So waivers are the wave. <laughs> All right, well, Sam's All right. correct. Sam's correct. Uh, yeah, it's gonna take an arm and a leg in this league, and I'm here to break that. I'm gonna break arms and take legs. Uh, I think I've traded with Dylan once, and maybe one other person once. And I've offered several different ones of equal value. Yeah, it's tough sledding. We don't have the benefit of what Brandon's in, uh, a league with some, we'll just say what it is, like people that maybe don't know what's going on. Um, (laughs) You got some uncles, Brandon, that might not know that the Redskins are now the commanders. So that's a benefit. These these guys know. I'll give them credit. They didn't know in the first year or so, but they've all bought in. But they picked it up. Uh, no, the the thing I've gotten with trades, you you just got to be honest with each other. I like to send a proposal followed by immediate a text conversation saying, "Hey, work with me here. If you don't like so and so, I can offer up this. What can you do? You know, like and Max is going point. full GM mode. You know." Yeah, that's and I think smart. to Sam's point, I think that's what's lacking a little bit. So Sam doesn't know all the guys, so Sam's not going to reach out. Whereas you're like very friendly with everyone in your league, um, and so I think I would imagine Cole and Max in their last league was. So I think the league that now Sam, Max, and I are in that we have to be, we have to figure it out and get more personable. So that's a good point, actually, Brandon. Just moving forward, very good point, like that. Um, all right, I'm going to change it up a little bit here, guys. What? Uh, actually, what do you guys think, all four of you, who do you think is a good a quarterback that's under the radar this year that you don't want to draft, like, obviously not Jalen Hurts, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, none of them. Who is a quarterback that you're 
I don't know, like looking at in the ninth to tenth round range, right? To be your potential starter. We'll start with Cole. And you can't say Jameis. <laughs> Jameis is that guy. Um well, stick with the the bad playing Tampa Bay guys. I, I think Baker's coming back this year. I, I I've always been a big Baker guy as well. I think I don't know. I, I like him because I, I just feel like he has to play with such an edge and that team isn't going to go far unless he can do it. But at the same time, I could see him being benched by week three. But I don't know. I uh, He's still got uh, that dog, uh, Evans, right? I mean, he's still yeah, got Mike Evans. Played, I mean, they have like a bomb receiving core and, you know, they've always had good run games. I think, you know, I think if there's one person that could – really figure it out i think it's baker mayfield i like it bjax uh my gut feeling would be uh maybe a bounce back from russell wilson maybe you can snag him later uh he's always been a other than last year where he was terrible he's usually a pretty solid uh fancy quarterback you know Sean Payton's going to kind of design a offense for him to get completions and 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 put up some stats uh and then also kind of the basic strategy of nab one of those rookies late maybe Anthony Richardson somebody you know is going to start yep, yep. And put up some good fantasy numbers and and possibly be like I said trade bait for somebody else nice all right that's good uh i really like both those answers uh i think i'm leaning towards brandon's you're Anthony Richardson. I already know Max is smelling around that. So Max, where do you where are you leaning? Uh, so I think like Cole alluded to this way back when we were talking about running backs, Chris McCaffrey with a really loaded offense. So I think Trey Lance could have some weapons out there that could produce for him. So I would go either like Trey Lance or whoever 49ers go with. I don't know, maybe Brock Purdy's floating around still. I don't know. We'll see. Either him or I do love a good Anthony Richardson. So. One of those two, but can I, I say Justin Herbert can be the third quarterback on that team this year. I think so. Yeah. Oh. Well, I would go with whoever. Who he's gonna? I got their lineup right here. They got Sam Darnold, Trey Lance, and Brock Purdy. Yeah. All right. Respect. So yeah. San Francisco's quarterback. Yeah. Sam, you got a quarterback in mind aside from Lamar? Yeah. Of course. You know, new team. New area, give me uh, give me the Jets quarterback. I won't say his name, but just give me him. I think uh, the Jets hey. win it all this year. Nice. Wow. Got, got a real good receiver. I mean, yeah, it's probably a good call. <laughs> I think uh, someone that nobody loves that much but always wants to have on their fantasy team could be a, a golden boy down the south there, Trevor Lawrence. He's like a dude that no one really picks up on, but he gets first downs randomly with his feet, and he gets a quarterback sneak touchdown here and there. He's not Jalen Hurts, but, you know, I'm, I, Trevor Lawrence probably could be the dude that win you, wins you a fantasy league this year. They've got some dogs. We just watched them. He didn't play, but they beat the shit out of the Lions. Calvin Ridley's there this year. Could be pretty good. Um, With that, though, I think it's time for Sam to ask another question. Yeah, I was just leaning towards towards one. I'll I'll ask you. Good. What's what's the what's your number one kicker? Who do you, who do you pick up first when you got to go grab a kicker? And there's only one correct answer, so it was, this is pretty quick answer. 
Yeah, we can just say it at the same time, I guess, everyone. One, two, three. Justin, Justin Tucker. 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 Yeah. Kim, Kim Gung Wu from the Atlanta Falcons. Shut up, man. That's what I was going to say. Just no, Justin Tucker. Yeah. Legatron. Love it, Sam. Uh, but now you have to go with another question. Man. Uh, so you got your kicker, and you're talking about, you know, like a, a number one wide receiver that nobody thinks about. But what's a player that you should avoid? Like a name that is actually not worth it Love and that. will actually hurt your team, and it's just a waste. Can I go first? Yeah, sure. Um, Kyle Pitts. <laughs> I've had him the last three years he's been in the league. He was all right his rookie year. His last two years – he would be as good as this wall behind me. Nothing. So I'm going Kyle Pitts. Cole? I'm going to go uh, Deontay Johnson from the Steelers. I'm, I'm not a big Steelers guy, and I used to always love getting their B because I could I could root against them, and, but if you put up points, I, I'd get something out of it, and I tried to do that last year with Deontay Johnson, and I just got no production because I got him early too, and it it just really – was a lose lose. <laughs> uh, Brandon, I don't, I don't know if I have a really good one here. Uh, I did a couple mock drafts the other day, and I don't really understand why Bijan Robinson's going in the first round. Um, that makes me a little nervous. I mean, they have a lot of weapons there. Who knows what you're getting out of that offense? They're not abandoning Cordero Patterson, so. Uh, just out of like value and stuff, I I don't think he's a first rounder. I mean, we don't even know what we have there. It's kind of like Brees Hall last year, where yeah, he had a couple good weeks. I mean, he got hurt, but I I think the overvaluing of rookie running backs in general, uh, nab them that early in the draft is risky. Nope, I definitely agree. Uh, Sam, where would you go? I mean, personally, I've been burnt by Alvin Kamara. Uh, so I would avoid the Saints running back situation because they have a quarterback that can run. And then they bring in that like random dude that like right at the goal line to QB sneak for them sometimes. And it just takes away points from you. So I would avoid the Saints running back situation, whoever that is. Taysom Hill. Yeah, that dude sucked so many points for me <laughs> last year. It was unreal. That's called vulturing touchdown, Sam. Yep. Yeah, it's like that that's crazy. what happened to DeAndre Swift, James Williams. Yeah, yeah, one yard punches. Taysom Hill had that like couple weeks where he's playing pure tight end and he could start as a quarterback, and or it was actually flipped. He was quarterback and he yeah. was still tight end in fantasy, and he was just dominant. It was like a big scramble for every team to get him. So that was that was a fun week. It's cool. Cole Parker got him. <laughs> I did, and, he, and then it got patched like a week later. <laughs> Love that. Good question, though, Sam. Um, I'm probably going with anyone on the Carolina Panthers. Um, just generally the Carolina Panthers. Just just avoid them. <laughs> so, you know, wholesale avoidance. And then um, I think I probably just also generally avoid anyone on the Pittsburgh Steelers running back core. Like they, I think I on the, I was I did with Najee Harris era. And that really boned me for a couple, or at least one full year. That really hurt. So avoid them as well. That's my. That's what I would say. I agree with that. I had Najee too. He. But I have a kind of a question that follows up pretty well to yours, Sam. So that was a really good question. Uh, what is a four of yours? And I, yeah, the four of yours. 
least favorite fantasy football player of all time. So Max Kyle Pitts is probably up there, right? Oh um, yeah, yeah. Then, he, he can have it. Yeah, no doubt. So, but then I also want to know who your least favorite opponent, human person that you play in your league, is as well. So, Sam. Yeah, uh, I would run it right into the Alvin Kamara not a fan didn't work out at all wasted lots on that and then I generally only know Matt's name in the group uh so yep. I guess I'll say Dylan oh. <laughs> Dude, that's fucked up I'll say it. that's hard <laughs> damn wow all right whatever cool uh, I'm gonna go with uh Cooper Cup, kind of for two reasons. I mean, he's obviously one of the best, but that year he had all, you know, the probably the greatest receiving year of all time, arguably. And then, you know, triple crown winner. And then uh, he killed me that year. I, I got blown out in a championship because of him. And then I was like, you know what? Get on top of this it, this year and draft him. And it was last year and he just was not what I needed him to be in just was like a double whammy of good and bad and then human yeah and who's your least favorite uh person you played against human wise cole like oh, oh sorry um i think i think anyone from my own family because you see them at thanksgiving and then <laughs> it's like it just it becomes like a you know it just spirals out of control i think you know in school yeah. you see everyone every week and you know you kind of feed chirps but it just builds up with my family till thanksgiving Different. It, just, it all comes <laughs> out there with that we can move to brandon and i kind of have an idea so we're gonna ask brandon to give us human first and then mm-hmm. the fantasy football player because i kind of think cool and brandon's answers might be similar um i don't know uh, so i don't know if i have a human uh i'll, I'll just generally say uh because it all feels the same. It's all family and stuff. Maybe my I, I want to beat my brother more than probably anybody else. Um, but I hate playing whoever is like the last team that year. Just mm. to be the one person that they beat. It seems like I get on a streak where everybody puts up their best week against me. And it's it's like that that one person that has two wins where you are checking an easy win and, and they put up crazy numbers and beat you. That's, that's, that's always a terrible feeling. Nope. Fair enough. And then fantasy football player itself. Um, There's, there's brief things, a lot like Cole's answer. It's usually not a player on my team. Cause I, if I draft a player, I kind of, I put that on me. <laughs> um, But if it's usually a guy that's killed me, like in a, an important spot, you know, that late, Monday night game where they put up some crazy number and beat you. I've had a few times where that's happened. The most memorable, there was a, there was one of those sh- classic shootouts, uh, I think between the chiefs and Raiders a, a few years back. And it was Michael Crabtree put up 52 points on me or something like that. I'm killing this team. There's no way they can beat me. And he puts up a 52 burger and, and I lose playoff (laughs) i think it had playoff implications and stuff so i think it's guys like that just on a random week nice no that's some dna max uh so yeah mine is kyle pitts i i I swear on a fantasy football bible that i will not draft kyle pitts this year and if i do i would just take last automatically but kyle pitts and then human wise 
I would go along with Brandon that and Cole too. I mean, like playing with guys on our team. So going into like Sunday, usually we're watching the game. It's always like friendly, like going back and forth, you know, watching scores. But it's that team in last that the kid doesn't even check his roster that week and you lose to him. And then on Monday, he's like, oh, I smoked you. And it's like, shut up, man. Like, you don't even know what's going on right now. <laughs> so, yeah, that that's the most annoying. That is an aspect of fantasy football. Like, at the end of the day, so we all do this, right? Like, we're all, yeah, we're out here wearing our visors. Max's visor's gone, but we're coaching, right? We got our whistles on. We got the red zone. We got NFL ticket, whatever you have, you know. Like we, we believe that we are in control, but no control of shit, right? At the end of the day, there's literally no control of anything. And Brandon's sister-in-law could come in and win fantasy football for a full year. And you, it just is what it is. Like, you just don't know. Like, Jenny from the league, she's won. And, you know, at the end of the day, I think I know more about Jenny. So just it just really is what it is. Um, with interest of time, Sam, Max... One question more each, okay? Deal. Max, go ahead. All right, so for everybody, mainly our experts, would you rather have your team play more on a Thursday night game or would you rather have them wait until Monday? So now we got games from Thursday to Monday. Where I know everybody plays on Sunday. Would you rather have them on Thursday or Monday? Wait, time out. Can I, can I have a prep uh, clarification here? Do you mean yeah. – would you rather all right? So everyone's playing Sunday. So would you rather have it front loaded or back loaded, right? Would you rather yeah, essentially, have yes. finish with Sunday with two people, two to three people on Sunday or two to three people on Thursday, right? Yeah. Yeah. Start with you, yeah, you gotta have them, gotta have them finish Monday. Gives you hope. That's that's all this is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh good I that's the right idea. A few years ago I would have said Thursday because it seemed like whenever your teams played on Thursday, they just put up crazy points. I mean, you'd have a guy put up I think it's because of lack of preparation by the NFL teams and stuff, but I think they've all kind of gotten that down. It's actually turned into like a sloppy game now. I, I think I'd rather have a Monday night, like Sam said, you have hope. Uh you have hope that you could come back or uh, you know, if you know that you only, it's like that test that you, you know, you only need 20 points to pat, you're going to pass the course or whatever. It's kind of like that kind of feeling. Uh, I only need, I have three players left and I only need 18 points to beat this guy. That's kind of a good feeling going into Monday night. Yeah. Good answer. Damn. Cole. I'll go the opposite. Cause I, I think selfishly, I, there's nothing better than like checking your roster and be like, oh, I have three guys playing Thursday and it's like, you know, Tuesday or Wednesday. And you're like, all right, well, at least I, you know, have reason to watch that game. And, you know, I, I think it adds an element. I, I think Thursday night games are terrible for the NFL, but selfishly as a fan and not a quarterback, I, I do appreciate them. <laughs> Dylan? Uh, sadly, after a report that Jim McKendall just said a two-run homer and the Tigers losing four to three. Um, yeah, I would vote for Thursday as well with Cole strictly for the selfish. I want to watch football that matters to me on Thursday. It's on Amazon prime. Now it's even more difficult to watch. Uh, and then the other thing is like the added aspect, like you're up 27 points now, right? So if you have a receiver and a tight end or a receiver and a running back, your person you're playing has no points. You just feel better. At least, right. You got two days there. You're just like, hell yeah, look at me. I'm going baby. So um, Monday definitely strategically is probably the answer, but uh, selfishly and I don't know, 
just reason, personal reasons. I'll say that. Max? Uh, I would personally, uh, Monday, first for like what we said, just be like, oh, it's coming down to this. Hopefully they perform. But I also like Thursday for the same reason. Get that lead going into Sunday, you know, Thursday night football. You get a reason to watch it. It's like we, Brandon, I think you said, or Cole, they're not very good. So it's usually something to watch for. So I'm torn, but either way, just get the lead. I will say there's nothing worse than like if you have your quarterback on Thursday and it's like a six point game and you just end the whole week right there. That's just that happens a yeah. lot too. So. so it could ruin your weekend, right? I yeah, mean, it's absolutely. two ways with Thursday. So yeah, with Monday, you only have excitement and then it's over very quickly. So to Brandon and Sam's point, Monday, I, mean, I don't know. It's two, two and a half, I guess. Um. Sammy, I smell one more question. Go ahead. I'm going to smell no more questions. <laughs> I mean, I do not. I'll ask it. Uh, do you or have you ever purposely benched players and gone without a full roster for any reason mm-hmm. at all? Because I have. I've I've benched people that were gonna play Monday because I've been burnt before where uh somebody got negative points and I only won by I was only up by like one point, so I just benched them and I benched like two people because I wasn't having that nonsense happen. See, I agree with that. That's a that is a coach's move right there. That's a coach's move. You don't want to put your on, baby. I've never done it, but I should. That's a power move right there. I'd write that down in the playbook, but no, I have not for that reason and i took your question more as like in trying to not let that person into the playoffs kind of motto like you know oh like no i, lose I, them, like, I even back. did it with the person i was playing had people playing monday night but i still had a gap and i just wasn't had i just i still benched them. <laughs> that's interesting cool i uh i've done it with defenses a couple of times i uh I have gone burnt like the one day I was up and then Chris Carson, he had a goal line fumble and it, uh, he went, he went negative because he got hurt on the play, but ever now that like, uh, a lot of tiebreakers are, are points. I feel like it, it's a kind of like a, it works out for that day, but then, you know, you hate to see someone you bench because, you know, if you bench your defense, cause you're up three and then they end up putting 20 something points up, you're like, well, might hurry in the end, but I, I have. I've benched defenses and kickers, but normally I let my skill guys ride it out and hope they just don't do what Chris Carson did. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, that's a good question, Sam. I like it. All right. I think we are to the end of our uh, round table of fantasy football, fantasizing about football uh, discussion. I'll have one more question. We're going Sunday ticket or red zone? Cole? Red zone all day. Brandon? Red zone for sure. Sam? Is fantasy football just a trap to get you to buy more things? Yes. Okay. Max? Uh, so Donna actually had this in-depth discussion about this. Uh, I'm going to go the pass because for reasons that Donna and I discussed that red zone only shows you touchdowns. If I want to watch my guys, I got to watch my guys. Dylan? 
Yeah, so I'm going Sunday ticket because uh, I have an addiction called sports betting. And I want to watch all my games. Sunday tickets to take it, obviously. But Red Zone's very awesome. Red Zone's very awesome. There's just nothing else to say about it. It's it's very cool. Like you can see every touchdown, every every point scored is through Red Zone. Um, if you're playing fantasy football, that's really all that matters. So that that works. Um, that was awesome. That was more than I expected. I'll be honest right now. Um, from Brandon and Cole. Thank you both. Max and Sam. Sam, you gave a little bit there. Not much, but enough. So thank you to the four of you for an excellent main segment of episode 49, fantasizing about football. With that, let's move to a quick sponsor, and then we'll get to some locks, and we'll get out of here. Uh, shout out to Hamlin Pub and Grill. Looking for a Metro Detroit mainstay with a mouth-watering menu of must-haves and bountiful beer and beverage bargains? Look no further than Hamlin Pub. With some of the best specials in all of Michigan, featuring most effectively half off any and all Thursday pizza orders, these dining only deals are destined to not disappoint. Stop into the Rochester Hills location off Rochester Road and Hamlin Avenue this Thursday to buy your favorite, posca- favorite podcasters, minus Sam, a beer and a bump, and stay for the music bingo. Hamlin Pub and Grill, a place where it just means more. All right, let's get some picks. Uh, Sam, you went one and one. Fulham lost. Suck it. Max, you went two and three. Dylan, seven and two, baby. <clears throat> I've oh, you're, walking, you're, you're walking for that Scotty pick, so you know. Yeah, whatever. I've moved myself all got it. 138 and 47. So, no, top nice. five, Sam. Just so you know, bunch, bunch of. I mean, I would have more dollar bills, but he won me enough dollar bills. I think we let the two newbies, well, they're not newbies. Brandon, Brandon picked with us all last fall. He's going to be back. We've already said that we're doing football picks and stuff. They know it. Um, Brandon, give me some random stuff for this weekend. Uh, I looked what was going on. Uh, a lot I do not care about, uh, including NFL preseason, but uh, – that's if I'm gonna make some picks, I guess I'll go with NFL. So give me the uh give me the two tryhard teams in the preseason. Uh one of them just got a legendary streak broken this past game. Uh give me the Ravens, uh, and then give me the uh pa- the Patriots. Um uh, two teams that play like it like the game really matters and uh and uh generally have good second and third stringers and, and, and try to win these games. So I'll take those two. Bailey Zappi. I like it. Cole. Um, I was looking at the uh, college football side of things. And the the one thing that stuck out to me was Colorado plus 20 and a half uh, versus TCU. I like that. I, I like Deion Sanders. I, I like what he, what he's been doing there. I, I think uh, I've, I've heard a lot of things, you know, it's a little bit like military style coaching and I don't know. I just, I don't see them getting blown out by more than three scores. So uh, I All like right. that to start. Yeah. I like it. All right, Sam, what you got? All right. Uh, I'm going to take a little bit of everything. I'm going to take Miami over Red Bulls. Just going to run messy the rest of the year. Uh, Fulham over Arsenal. A little bounce back game here. Tigers over Cubs. We'll do tomorrow night. For yeah, that that's one, a- since tonight's already happening. And then I was gonna take the Lions. I'm gonna go with the home state. Panthers over the Lions. 
preseason. Nice. Two and two. Two and two next week, Sam. It's all right, though. Hmm. Good picking. Max, what you got? Um, so college football is back this weekend. Cannot not pick it. Give me San Jose State plus 31 against USC. USC is not like that. Uh, Notre Dame is like that. Give me that minus 20 and a half versus Navy. Um, Since Brighton is the top team in the Premier League, give me Brighton to continue to win against West Ham. And give me Victor Hovland to win the Tour Championship against Scotty Sheffield. He's going to do the same thing he did last weekend. He's down two shots right now, and he's going to come back and win. So, Sam, you're going to go, what I tell you? You're going to go one and three? Max is off one and three. You picked more than four, but okay. <laughs> no, we picked four. One and three. Let's hear some winners. Tigers money line with Sam. That's his only win this week, Wednesday against the Cubs. Take school pitches. He's a winner. We'll go games in Ireland. Points don't happen in Ireland, Max. Navy covers 20 and a half against the Irish in Ireland. San Diego State, Max, you meant to say minus two and a half against Ohio. They also cover Ohio, Hawaii plus 17. They got a lot to play for. A lot of, lot of uh, sad things happens. Plus 17 in Vanderbilt. Sky Shuffler to win the FedEx Cup. Sorry, he doesn't screw this up. He's got a two-shot lead. He's going to win. Brentford Moneyline against Crystal Palace. And our favorite Big Ten soccer ladies to win two games in the state of Wisconsin this weekend. Those are my picks. Thank you to everyone that's tuned in especially Sam and Cole Bradley for turning their jerseys the right way. Shout out to both of you. Uh, that's all for episode 49. We already gave our quote. It was Ruxin from the league. That's all for episode 49 of Legally Teaching Engineer Sports, fantasizing about football. Sam, what's our POV? PVO. And then shout out to our GHL. That's all for episode 49. Thanks, Brandon and Cole. <laughs> yes.